bridesmen, right? So it's a bridal party, which for those of you who don't know, maybe those of you who are in other countries who uh, don't follow our traditions and standards here in the continental U.S., but it's a bridal party, right? So the, the groom has his best man and his groomsman, right? Which is just his brother, best friend, a bunch of dudes. They're supporting him on his wedding. And then the bride will have her bridesmaid, which is like her best friend or sister or whatever the fuck. And then a bunch of girls that are uh, her, no, maid of honor. Yeah, yeah, she has her maid of, fuck. She has a maid of honor. Then she has her bridesmaids. So then it's just a bunch of girls, whatever, supporting the bride, right? There's all sorts of like traditions that go into it and different um uh what's it called um superstitions all sorts of shit like that right but basically um i was having a conversation with somebody and the topic of being a bridesman came up which means you're a dude but you're on the bride's side of um the wedding party so it's like there's one two three four five women here and the bride and then there's just this dude in a suit and it's like if you're my question is is it cool for a straight guy to be in my fiance's bridal party bro si- no simple question is no why though bro and i can't first well, of all i just can't believe the comments are talking about people talking about yeah man no doubt man without a question like are you guys fucking kidding me let me explain something <laughs> and this is a friend let's say this is a friend because well it's a male friend Bro, if this is a male friend, you want to know what people are going to be coming to the wedding laughing at you. You're going to be embarrassed. Like, you for, think so? Yo, for yo, Nick. Yes, if I showed up to your uh, to your wedding or any of my boys' wedding, and there was a guy standing on your wife's side with the bridesmaids, bro. Yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna be clowning you. I'm gonna be laughing. I'm like, this is embarrassing for him. Would you would like? You, you want to know why? Everyone's gonna be looking at you like you're a cuck, and everyone could say, "Oh, toxic masculinity." All this bullshit. You want to know why? Oh, I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Yes, you may not give a fuck what everybody says, but if everybody thinks you're a cuck, everybody else in the world is going to think you're a cuck, whether you are or you're not. Okay, so you wouldn't be a bridesman? No, that that too is even weird. All right, all right. What about let's... Okay, so two things, right? One thing, because you were running off, I want to let you finish, Um, because I I like when you get all fired up. Um, Because these comments were firing me up before I even got on. (laughs) So first things first, right? I've seen in the past where like, um, if the bride has a brother, right? Even though he might not be cool, like fucking hangover, even though he might not be cool with the groom or whatever, they don't know each other. But um, by default, he would end up being in the the groom's side of things. He'll be a groomsman, right? Um, so I've seen I've seen that. Um, I've never personally seen a a bridesman or a um. What about on the other hand? What if it's a girl, but she's on the groom side? Exactly. You know how the wife would be acting? That was my other okay. point. That was but my here, other here's, point. But here's my, second, here's my second addition to this. What about like our cousin Ashley? Super openly gay. Would she be able to have a dude on her side? Or would she be able to be on your side if you got married? Like, how? where's the fluidity here? I feel like personal – well – Personally, I think she would want to stand on the woman's side, but with like a suit on. She would want to stand on the woman's side because she wanted to be finger blasting all the bridesmaids. <laughs> but like, I feel like I've <laughs> if seen we're being that completely before, honest, with um, like a woman wearing a suit or something like that. But a guy in the women's like the with the bridesmaids, I've never so seen no shit like that before. And I, if anyone I know has that, I'm I'm clowning you. Like that's all I'm gonna remember from your wedding. So think about this now. All I'm gonna remember from your wedding is you had a guy standing there with the bridesmaids like that's your girl's best friend in the wedding like jokes on you that's what i'm gonna remember if you have a wedding <laughs> did with you, a guy in the bride with the bridesmaids did you see the movie uh you people no okay so i started like the first 10 minutes that's giving me racist and... vibes you no, 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 no it's um uh jonah hill with um nipsey hustles uh okay uh, yeah i've seen that uh the preview that not the previews but the ad for it they said best okay so so my thing is i started watching the first 10 minutes of it and then um nipsey hustles uh girl there was like giving me like strong lola vibes so i just turned it off i was like (laughs) she's like same mannerisms like a lot of the same like body type shit i was like i'm out so i just said fuck this movie and i just i didn't want to watch it anymore um so I have a feeling, though, because he has a gay best friend that she's on his side in the wedding. Because I, I, rumor has it they get married at the end. Nick, let me ask you something. What up? If I got married mm-hmm. and you pulled up and there was a guy 
standing there with the bridesmaids, you would come up to me and that would be the first thing you would ask me about and you'd be clowning me. Nah. Honestly, Bull, yo, I, yo, you're yo, lying. You know what's I, crazy is that, that that shit doesn't, like, I feel like I would have a great time if I was a, a bridesman. Yes, if you were. If you were the, whatever it is, what do we call it as bridesmen? If you were the bridesmen, of course you would love that. But I'm saying if you walked in and my wife had a bridesman, so many people will be on my ass about that. You think so? Yes, I think that's, what do you, what do you mean you think so? I mean, dude. Your girl has this intimacy, intimate relationship with this guy, like where they're that close. Like, and we discussed this on last right. episode because well, the minute – hold on. Because the minute if she turned around and said, at the wedding, she could say this at the wedding. Hey, you want to go You want to go in the coat room and smash real quick? I guarantee that guy is saying yes with no hesitation. Right, but why would you be marrying someone who's going to smash her friend in the, in the coat room? Bro, I don't know. Ask that, ask that question. Any guy who ever got married and got cheated on, they don't think that's going to happen. But the reality is sometimes shit like that happens. I'm crying. But listen, I like oh. to believe, like, sometimes I like to believe there's still some good out there in this world. But, okay. dude, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm trying to walk into a more densely populated area of my house because everything is echoing. Um, so, okay. So now to, to caveat, right? So we're getting so much positive feedback, which normally we get a nice 50-50 debate, right? So I decided to uh, throw in there, what if? The bride, her groomsman, her bridesman, fuck, this is so foreign to me. The dude that's in her wedding party, the bridesman, what if they had dated like years back? They dated years back? First off, we're not even making it to the wedding. You bring that shit up with me, the wedding's off, you're done. I'm out the crib in the next 10 minutes. I'm packing my shit up and I'm out. (laughs) What what would you do? Yo, because there's somebody that I dated that might be getting married to him. And like, I'm she wants you to be a bridesman. I would be if she asked. Well, again, jokes on that guy she's getting married to. <laughs> Why? You think I'm that much of a piece of shit? I would try to do something like, if anything, out of spite, I'm gonna do something with someone in the, her wedding party, not her. Or if she said something, you like, hey, you know, you wanna, you know? I'd be like, nah, but what's up with your friend though? <laughs> yeah, I mean, realistically, yeah. like all bullshit aside, the conversation. Oh shit! Sorry, I have a puppy. He's not really a puppy. He's six months old, but he's fucking huge. Chill out, bro. So you had a conversation. Um, yeah. So yeah, I had a conversation with like an ex that, that might be getting married soon. And um, she had said something about like, oh, you have to think about getting, you know, we might get married, whatever, buy a house. Not... I'm like, that's what's up. Like, good for you, blah, blah. Normal short conversation. Um, she's a listener of the podcast. So um, to fast forward, to... jeez, puppy, get out of here, man. Anyways, uh, sorry about that. Um, basically, I said, what did I say? I'm trying to think of what I said, but not like sound like a piece of shit. Because like, I, we both got it. I just wanted, whatever. Basically, I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah I'll, be, I'll be a bridesman because this conversation had come up with somebody else. So yeah, I'll be one of your bridesmen. But like, um, she said something. She goes, oh, that wouldn't bother you. I said, hell no. I said, is your friend going to be in the wedding? And she was like, yeah, of course she would be. I was like, shit, so what's up with her? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I said I, this, and it turns like an LOL moment, but I kind of meant it. I'm interested to see, let's say she follows through with it, and you, you're going to be a potential bridesman. How she brings that question up to her. Okay. Even if, I'm invited to the, even if I'm invited to the wedding. Is? Yeah. Well, uh, I don't know. We didn't go that far in the conversation. Okay. I don't know if he asked or didn't, but whatever. I, I think he did or is going to. Um, but my thing is, if I do get invited to the wedding on any level, I want you to guarantee, promise me right now, you'll be my plus one. Yes, because I'm going to be in there right. laughing. I'm going to be filming that guy's reaction, walking down the aisle. And then here you are on his girl's <laughs> side. <laughs> you ever like a good game? Like, you got this girl, marry this man. If you can pull this off, if you can pull this off, like, I'm there. If I could pull it off. Yeah, like this if bro, this I is a real thing. on a podcast saying that I was a homo sexual swinger, bro. I, dude, I'm the gay friend now. That's what I, <laughs> <laughs> But All right, so if you could pull this off, I'm there. Like I have to see this live and in person and 
I, I just don't know. Like, I can't, I can't imagine a guy like, yeah, yeah, babe, it's fine. Like, you can have what a guy you in your wedding party. Bro, any dude that wants to get married in 2023 and beyond is is a sucker anyways. He's going to put up with whatever. That Yeah, I know. That's why I, I, we were getting questions written in. I guess they were towards me, not you. Would you ever get married? That's what they asked me. Again? Absolutely not. Hell no. Definitely not. <laughs> why not? Ask me again. In another language? Fuck no. Why not? Nah, man, because it's like, I just don't even think that that type of shit exists anymore, bro. Like, You don't I, think marriage exists? No. Why? What do they call it? The atomic family? I right? Guess. Is that like what it's supposed to be? Like, basically, I, I'm pretty sure it's the, nu- the nuclear family. I think that's what it, I, I could be completely paraphrasing. But what the nuclear family, I believe is, and I'm not Googling this, um, is like the, the 1950s, like husband goes to work, you know, he works at like the plant, like Homer Simpson and the wife is home and she takes care of things. And like the traditional nuclear age family, I, I don't even believe that shit exists anymore. So nah, man, I, honestly, I feel like at this rate in my life, I'm going to be going to like my kid's wedding, you know, 20 years from now. And I'm going to have a, a girlfriend that's like half my age, probably three of them. Like, I, I just don't well, think how I old could would you do it again. At what age? See, that's now I'm, Now you're going to make me out to sound crazy. I know <laughs> where you're going with this. I know where you're going with this. Just do your I'm math gonna be, correctly. I'm going to be tan, buff, and juicy, bro, wearing a fucking a gold Cuban and a fucking and a pink suit, bro, with three girlfriends. I mean, honestly. That probably I mean, aren't even born yet. I think that's just, that's just interesting. So you just, you just, you just give up. Yeah, man. Yeah. All right. I think that like marriage, children, the whole thing. I think that it's um, it's great. I, I just think that it's done. Well, in let me reverse. Uh, let me ask a question. Okay, because this is based off your experience, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you think maybe if you waited, did the shit you had to do, and then you were looking at marriage by the time you got out the military, like say you were looking at it right now, you had no like no wife, no kids, like you were just like doing what you had to do, getting your shit done, and now you're getting out of the military now. And say you were looking to do that, get married, have children and shit like that. You think your perspective would be different? Yeah, I mean, but I don't know if I would have reached this level of like clarity without having gone through the things that I've gone through and having kids and things like that. It's like, you know, to, just to give you the cliff notes, it's like people when they see, um, you know, how many of the you know amateur bouts I have in Europe and then different things like that. How many you know years of getting punched in my face and shit like that. And my even my my USA boxing card doesn't reflect necessarily well no it definitely doesn't reflect the amount of quote-unquote fights that i've had so then then you look at fucking um you know like just things like that and it's like yo they're like oh how come you didn't go pro how come you didn't do this how come you didn't you know go for this or that well i was preoccupied at the time i legitimately wanted to be the the absolute best biker that i could possibly be that was my priority from age 16 to 25 right so it's like that's what I, that's what I wanted. Right. So if you're pursuing something like that, that's a full time all day, every day venture, you, you really can't do other things like pursue a fucking boxing career. You can't fucking um, put your all into a relationship. You can't be a, a productive parent, like things like that. Like you, you can't do both. Right. So I feel like now in my life, I'm asked backwards, right? Because now I have a vasectomy and I'm fucking all these different things and all these things that I should have had at the age of 16. I should have fucking, that's how it should go. You should be able to get fucking um, like impotency surgery at like 16 if you're a dude. And then you should also like have to abide by certain guidelines. I think you should like absolutely have to join the military or something like, and then get out and then figure out what you want to do with your life. Cause me, like I, I fucked everything up by having too many hands in the fucking pot. You know what I mean? If that makes any sense. No, it's interesting you said because I like a lot of times like I'll ask like older heads who've been married for a while and shit like that. And all of them tell me, I wish I didn't if I didn't get married when I did, I would be so much further ahead in life. It's what they um, all say to in, me. In hindsight though, like I could look at it now and be like, bro, I'd have a fucking eight thousand credit score, I'd have a fucking mansion, I'd have this, I'd have that. But it's like when I had no responsibilities and I had nothing, no kids, I wasn't in a, well, I was always in a fucking relationship, but I wasn't married, wasn't nothing. Dude, I spent money like a fucking idiot, bro. Like an Allen Iverson documentary, bro. I was 20 years old with a $36,000 Harley Davidson, bro. Makes no sense. 
Like, why would I do that? It doesn't make sense. And then it's like, I had multiple cars and low riders and stupid shit and 8,000. I had an entire room dedicated to sneakers. Yeah. So it's like, why? Why would I do that? You know what I mean? Like, I moved out, I think, the week after I turned 18. Like, and when I, like, I was stupid. Now that I'm not stupid, dude, right now, I could have fucking 20 kids and I would be perfectly fine. I could manage that perfectly but it's like i don't know about the 20 that's my thing no but realistically i could i could have five kids right now you have two aau teams if you had 20 aau basketball teams well they usually have 11 so i'd be a little shout but yeah (laughs) um but no basically dude like fucking now i okay i had a conversation with a friend of mine right and um we were talking and i was like yo at this point in my life like, not to sound like a complete fucking jerk off, but yeah, I could really love somebody and be in a good relationship and a healthy relationship and be a good example as to what a relationship should look like for my kids and things like that. But unfortunately, the probability is that I'll never be with their mother. So instead of me moving forward, right, and starting something else, I have sons. I don't want my sons to look at it like, oh shit, yeah, my fucking, my dad's over here. You know, he can make it work with this girl and everything's so great, beautiful, but he couldn't make it work with my mom. Like, they don't understand that type of stuff. And uh, God forbid, if I ever got this thing reversed and I had another kid, they'd be like, oh, now look at my dad. This happy-ass family he's got going on over here, but he couldn't make that work with my mom. Like, I wouldn't ever want my kids to feel like that. So I just choose to silently kind of sort of be a piece of shit, I think, for the rest of my life. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I just really don't know where to go with that. And I, I think that fucking maybe another five years will show me what I should do. But currently... I'm chilling, bro. It's me. I got a fucking six-month-old American bully. We're chilling, bro. Like, it's all it's good. Just, you know what I mean? It's interesting because you're saying this, and literally, at this point in our lives, we're literally on opposite, complete opposite. So I'm, that's why I'm just trying to listen to everything you're saying right now. But I wonder, you're talking about you had all this shoes, $36,000 Harley Davidson and shit. But I guess, and then you got, you got a, had a family at the time, but like, during that time, it's like, did you like, did you really know who you were? Did you like, you know what I'm saying? Like, did you no, find, I, you didn't I, find I, yourself then? That's what I'm trying to say. And I think the problem people do is they fuck up by having, getting, well, not all the time. It's not on purpose, but people have kids get married and shit before they even know themselves. Like we talk bro, about this I shit know, all the time. I think that's a huge, like, that's a huge problem nowadays. I know a friend right now that's not happy in their relationship, but they're gonna be having a child so they're gonna just go ahead and move forward with like their life together and from what i gather they kind of sort of can't stand each other but they're gonna this whole quote-unquote american dream thing and it's like it's what's it built on you know what i'm saying like i you know i mean that's why i don't it i can't take any relationship seriously until i take the relationship seriously because it's like i'm not living with nobody I'm not seriously dating nobody. I'm not going to do none of that shit because it's like, bro, like how many times in the beginning of a relationship have you looked at that relationship and like, this is never going to work, but this is cool for now. Like how, how many times? Oh yeah. No, you definitely have those like where, you know, like, okay, this is cool for right now, but long-term, like I can't see this going too long. Yeah. I definitely know what you're saying. In your situation, you're one, um, how do I get this so we don't get demonetized? Yeah, I, you're you're one uh what does big boy say? You're you're one misjudgment of the pump away from having a child, bro. And it's like then then what do you do? Yeah, but there there's there's a big difference now, bro. Like I'm again, I'm trying to explain this without getting No, 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 no. I too in the detail and I but, feel like you you're a very beyond, beyond I don't even want to say mature, it's not even the right word, but you you've you're in a good spot. But the thing is is probability is you don't actually see yourself long-term being with the person that you could potentially fucking you know what i mean yeah i'm like you can't tell me that everyone that you've hooked up with in the last let's just say year but whatever whether that's one or 100 different partners you can't say that you've actually genuinely felt like you could be with any of them no because i have self-awareness like i know like for some reason like i'm trying to explain (laughs) like dude my just me myself just knowing the shit I have to do with my body, like my, mentally, it just it just won't happen. Like, we need male birth control, bro. No, it's just like, dude, it's just like where my mind and where I'm at. Like, I just 
I just don't see that right now for myself. And like, it's just not going to work out right now. Maybe down the road, I could see myself definitely down the road. I could see this. Okay. Now that we're going into it, this was a question. They, someone asked me on the, uh, on the anonymous, basically like, can you see yourself in a serious relationship? Yeah, potentially. But like right now it's like, I say this before I got so much shit I got to do. I'm like, just mentally, I can't like, I got, I don't want to answer to somebody. I'm here. I'm there. I got to do this. I got to do that. Just like, no, like there's shit that's going to get done. And I'm learning from that, from my mindset is like that because I learned from other people's mistakes, like no disrespect to you, but like me and you have had deep conversations about relationships and marriage and shit like that. I've talked to other people and all Mm -hmm. literally the same. I get the same thing from everybody else. So I fuck around and go and do the same thing. I'm going to just fall in the same pattern that everybody else already warned me about. So, so to, to pickpocket you real quick, just to, just to finish up on, on just what you're saying and then to jump back to my question that you're avoiding is like, could, could me and my ex have a, a great relationship now if we met each other today? Absolutely. 100%. We're like the same exact person, right? But you can't undo miles and miles of bullshit done on both ends and then try to make something successful work out of that unless both people are, are equally committed and equally at a point where they can let the shit go. And there's shit... I can't let go. And I'm positive this shit that she like can't let go. So with that being said, Hey, I, it just is what it is. You know what I mean? I, I don't like know. Like you're never going to, like I told, like I told you before, you're never going to pay back that debt. Like you're never going to get yourself out of that hole. Both nah, ways. I like, said in, in a conversation that, because me and her were cool to like to have conversations and shit. I mean, it, it took a while to get there, but it's like, we had a conversation where it's like, yo, I know dudes who have gone to jail for manslaughter and have gotten out and they're back to normal life. in the amount of time that I've been held accountable for things that I've done, you know, dude, I've been, married for this would be the seventh year we've been together for over 10 years all off and on but the thing is is like bro i know motherfuckers who who run people the fuck over outside of a bar and they get out of jail and they're already back to living normal life i'm still having to answer for shit that i did that i don't even remember in like fucking right. 2012 i have no fucking idea so it's like either way but back to the thing that you keep avoiding are you celibate right now am i celibate yep yeah Why is that, why do we gotta go mute? <laughs> because my thing is like, bro, you you're talking, yeah, I don't got time for this shit. I don't got whatever. All I'm saying is you're one. No, but you gotta swipe like, away. You have, to, you have to be smart. Bro, you think I'm just okay. out here just like I, this isn't like I'm not in college. I'm a dog. I'm not out here just hooking up with random chicks every every other weekend. Not it's not like that. Like I never I, said I they're random. I huh? never said random. I never said they're random. No, but I'm just saying in general, like. If you're hooking up with somebody, like, you know what's going on. You know if they're on birth control and shit like that. Oh, oh, birth control. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Because I've had kids on the fucking Nuva Ring, the Depo shot. Come on, bro. You're, that's, you're because, that's because guys like you and many people I know like to shoot up the club. And I talk, fuck it, I don't care. I never said fuck it, I don't care. <laughs> I'm just clearly, you don't care if you're doing it. So what are you saying? I'm just saying I'm not shooting up the club. When's the last time you bought condoms? All right. Hey, listen, man. I feel like you have... Like everyone knows what you are. What, what are you? What did you say you were on the last episode? Homosapiosexual. Don't change, don't change the shit back onto me. There you go. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that it can happen to anyone, right? And yes, I just it could, and I said that. Not everyone plans it, but... Yeah, I would say more likely than not, it's not planned. Okay, I but there's a lot of steps. That, there's a lot of steps you could. There's a lot of steps before that you could take. Are you are you referring to to things that are illegal in most states and countries that people no? There's first first step is condoms. There's Plan B. There's um no condoms, birth control, then Plan B, and then there's abortion. If that's the, what the woman decides to do, so there's so many other steps that lead up to it that people can take, but they decide not to. I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just playing devil's advocate here. No, I know. What's the probability of you dating somebody that already has a child? Zero. I'm not dating anyone who has a child when I don't have one myself. Fair. Okay. Like I, I'm good. Like I, if I want to have a kid, I want to experience that for the first time with this girl, not just oh, you have a kid, you look good, so fuck it. All right, guess we're dating. I'm. I'm not. No. Like with all due respect, like. 
No, I'm good on that. All right. I mean, hey, I did it. I mean. I know that you, but me personally, like, I would want to experience that with my girl for both of our first times. Yeah, and, like, I, I I thought the same thing, you know what I mean? Now, like, I couldn't imagine it being any other way, but, I mean, that's, I did it without ever thinking that I would do that. Yeah. So, it's like, now it's just difficult for me because moving forward in my life, I've narrowed things down because I don't know if I could do that moving forward, right? Because I wouldn't want, again, raising young men, I wouldn't want my kids to be like, damn, like my dad can make it work with my mom and us, like, but he can make it work with her and her kids. Like, damn, that's wild. You know what I mean? Like, so then again, another reason why I probably will never take a relationship seriously. So if you're out here dating, would you date a girl with kids though? Um, Elaborate on dating. Oh man. I guess where you would have to be around the kid, like you're at the crib chilling, like to that point, and the kid's nah, there. Like, my thing is like, I like even when I was dating and shit, like I would let it be known, like, yo, there's one person ever outside of their mother that's gonna meet my kids. So it's like you don't, you have zero percent chance of ever meeting my kids. Period. Unless like, because yo, no offense, I love my dad, but I knew all my dad's dirt back in the day, bro. Fucking. The, the girlfriends the multiple the this the that the whatever like and and i was around all of them my thing is like i grew up and started doing the same thing but now i've realized the 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 things that i absorbed from that lifestyle and it's like yo i wouldn't i wouldn't want to do that to my kids i already teach my kids to respect their mother like heavily you know even yeah. when even yo it's it's natural especially one of my kids who's Name I won't say, but he will rock with me to the end of time. I'm sure everyone listening to this knows who it is. But Jesus, he's like dad's team 100%. I could be all the way wrong. He doesn't give a fuck. But it's like I, I wouldn't want him or, or the other two boys to to pick up that and think that that's cool. Like and that it's okay or acceptable. So with that being said, it's like, no. You, if I'm going to be dating and shit in the future, you're not meeting my kids. I don't want to meet your kids. Like, no offense. I'm not doing that and involving like kids because kids don't have shit to do with it. You know what I mean? So I'm not going to involve kids unless I know this is a for sure thing, which I'm already planning in my life is never going to happen. So it's like, that's it. You know what I mean? Like that's it basically for me. You know what I mean? So I'm not meeting yours. You're not meeting mine. Let's not play these fucking games. I'm all set. So what would you do if you were Scotty Pimpin Jr. though? And you just oh, got boy. traded to a team that Malik Beasley's on who used to smash your mom. What are you doing? I mean, you almost got to let it go because I think now um, she's dating Jordan's son. Bro, Jordan. <laughs> I guess Scotty Pimpin, the dad, came out and was like, he needs to request a trade now. But, bro, honestly, like. Yo, if anybody knows how impossible it is to get fucking traded, it's Scotty Pippen. Yo, he tried to leave the Bulls for so long because he had the worst contract in the universe that he even faked injuries, everything, and they still kept his ass. So yeah, it's, it's like th- this is just a nowhere. this is a that is a just a bad look from the mom from everybody, bro. Scotty Pippen's some of a these clown Cougars, too. Though I mean, he I'm thinks not... he's, but dude, as a mom. Listen, bro. My I... thing is, I'm not young anymore per se. I mean, some people listening to this will say that I am. But I feel like I've reached this fucking OG status here, you know, being that I'm in my 30s and stuff. But it's like, bro, some of these these moms or these, like, ex-basketball wives and shit, I'd meet those kids because they're probably my goddamn age. You know what I mean? Like, hey, fuck it. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. Like, what's her name? Um, She popped up on my feed today. She's always dating the fucking basketball players. Um, I can't think of her fucking name, though. Uh, I'll get back to you on it. You talking but, about Tiana um, Trump? No. What the fuck? No, man, this uh, – uh, is it Bernice Burgos? Bernice – yeah, Bernice Burgos. Yeah, not even my type, but, I mean, hey, we're in there. I mean, I, how the fuck old is she? She's a grandmother. It's, it's interesting. I don't give a fuck. She yeah. dated fucking uh, Jalen Brown. She's 42. She Yeah, she – fuck it, man. Yeah, Jalen Brown was twenty. But I mean, when yeah, you have a, when you have a son, and these are his players, he's going against his teammates, bro. Just picture that locker room. Scotty Pimpin Jr. walking in for the first time with his bag. There's Malik Beasley, and the boys post up. He walks in, bro. Everybody's laughing at him because they all know about his mom. They probably seen videos. You think so? Yes, dude. <laughs> yes. 
Locker rooms are ruthless, bro. They're probably nah, even I, he tweeted, even Malik Beasley himself tweeted, "Oh my God, LOL!" When the trade came out. Oh boy. And everyone was in the con- all NBA players. A bunch of them in the comments were laughing emojis. All this, so you already but know it's, it's like, gonna be like that's when you you just can't be childish, yo. You just gotta like own it. You know what I mean? Fuck it. No, I'm sorry. I mean, like if I if I was dating somebody's mom and they're coming onto my team, right? I wouldn't even like I would make it a point to be like, hey, listen, these jokes are gonna fly and shit. But look, my name's Bennett. And I ain't in it. Fucking, I'm good over here with your mom and shit. If you want to talk about it, we can talk about it. But other than that, I'm I'm here to play ball. Like it is what it is. And if you said that, you're probably getting someone's probably punching on you. Who? But then again, probably not because. This is here's question. I was asking Stone. So you know how NBA, NFL, these guys are beefing and shit on, on the field, on the court, on social mm-hmm. media. But in the offseason, these guys probably run into each other. You ain't never seen no fights or no shit like that. I don't understand that. You're telling me these people don't run into each other and still got this animosity. Yo, because but some of these people are so disrespectful. These, these dudes are OD disrespectful. And that leads me into like this whole other thing that like I wanted to talk to you about, not on the podcast, but since we're on. It's like, yo... There's so many people who talk all this shit and they never act on it, right? So it's like, yo, okay, cool. You might get into a scuffle on the court, on the field, like Josh Crabtree and shit. Like, yo, okay, got it. Like that little bit of shit, you get fined, it's stupid, right? But it's like, unless you, you're really about that fucking life, like fucking, um, what's his name? Blasting fucking uh, Masvidal fucking giving the work to fuckface in Miami. Yeah. Like, yo, that's so rare that people really are, are – in that on-site shit. So you ever heard of Charleston White? Yes. Bro, I've been, like, following a lot of his shit lately, right? And, dude, I mean, as much as I wanted to disagree with so much of the shit that he was saying, like, yo, first off, it's just a character. The dude actually went to law school and everything. Like, he doesn't even – if you look at videos five years ago, he didn't have gold teeth and wasn't talking all this crazy shit. Like, he was, a uh, like, a youth uh, capital murder activist, right? So the thing is, is fucking – he wasn't getting any of the fucking – reform and put in place that he wanted because nobody was paying him any fucking mind he was just another activist right so he starts doing all this wild shit and yo he's saying shit like fuck king von fuck king von's mama fuck this guy fuck that guy like talking all this crazy shit like people are calling in and yo he's like making motherfuckers look stupid and then he just travels wherever the fuck he wants hits motherfuckers with mace like whatever like you're not going to run up on this dude. And on top, he's like, motherfucker, I'm not a street guy. I'm telling, too. Not only will I I'll kill you if you try to fucking come up on me, I, I will act within my rights and I'll just kill you. Like he said about T.I. son and shit. And then he's like, and if you're not trying to kill me or whatever, you're just on some bullshit, you come within my space. I don't have security and shit. I'm going to mace you. I'm going to tase you. I'm going to fucking shoot you. And he's like, and I'm going to call the motherfucking cops. Yo, how can you not respect that? Like, he's like, yo, I'm not a street guy. I don't have to abide by shit. Like, I'm called snitching. Snitching is not for civilians. I'm a fucking civilian. He goes, I'm not with this shit. So I'm, I'll, I'll say whatever the fuck I want. Nobody's going to come and pull up on me. And yo, they don't. That's the thing. Is like, yo, I couldn't imagine if somebody was on here jumping up and down talking about fuck Ty, fuck Ty's mama. I, uh, yo, I'm, there's nothing saving you. I promise you. Like, I, so for these dudes, they're like, ah, oh, man. $25 million record deal, fucking kill Charleston White. Um, fucking, you know, sit here and count money for five hours, uh, fight Charleston White. Like, they're not going to do shit. So that's why a lot of this, this stupid beef and shit is not real. And there's such a fucking high level of anonymity by doing this shit online, behind a screen, behind a phone, that it almost dilutes it. Yo, and it's like, yo, think about just... Just fight them, don't shoot them. But, but, but even <laughs> that, now let's narrow it down, right? Let's narrow it down just to Middletown. How many people in Middletown have beef? I'm not sure a good amount. Dozens? And you're in Middletown. Where the fuck are you going to go? Like, that's the shit that used to irk my motherfucking nerves, bro. Like, I remember a dude I was in the club with had beef with somebody who's my cousin, right? And they were fucking beefing. Well, when I see you, when I see, I'm like, mother, when I see you, you live two square miles away from each other. Like, what is, if this is the fucking problem, like, fuck all this writing bullshit, social media nonsense. Like, you could throw a rock at each other's house. Like, Go and do that. But, dude, so many people don't want confrontation. Just like 99% of the people in the world can't fucking fight a lick, but they'll talk a lot of shit. 99% of people in the world do not want confrontation. Yeah, it's true. It's true. A lot of – dude, honestly, it's just like everybody says it. But, like, bro, people literally live their exact life, their personality, their world. This all through fucking social media, bro. 
fucking Facebook is a big one. People dead ass think that's like mm-hmm. the fucking the local social club. Like everyone goes and hangs out there. It's fucking Facebook. This isn't real. The, like this shit is not real. People don't understand that. Yo, I they take so all their shit. drama, all their shit to fucking Facebook. It's crazy. Like, and I, I think that by being in the real world, like you learn that. Yo, I'm not talking any shit. I'm just proving a point, right? My thing is, I let so much shit slide now that I wouldn't have let slide five years ago, right? So uh-huh. it's like, even even as far as like these young boys and shit, right? That I work with, somebody said something, something, da 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 da, bitch, and I was like, okay, okay, okay. time out. Listen, man. I know you don't know this, right? Because you, your father's a bitch ass dude, or something. I, I don't know what the situation is, but I'm just letting you know that, like, if this was a couple years ago, I would have already sprung up out of this bitch, and you'd be shitting teeth tomorrow. Because it's like I, I didn't, I wouldn't tolerate that. But then I look at it, and it's like you said that to him. Yeah, yeah. And he would like seem dumbfounded. He's like, wait, I can't say bitch or nothing. I'm like, no, like bitch, faggot, suck my dick. But you can't say none of that. Just like Gimpy when Gimpy wanted to fucking kill Troy from fucking pissed off sports, like yo. There's things that you can't, you can't say. But now that like I've gotten older and shit, I know that I'm good. Like I carry a level of confidence with me that it's like, okay, not only the fucking the the firearm on my hip here, I'm fucking I've been instructed for the past twelve years on how to use it. But not only that, but I got these dig beaters that will give you the fucking work, bro. Like, and it's like, I don't need to prove anything to anybody i don't need to assert myself on motherfuckers like and now i've noticed that i don't have to ever speak for me so it's like it's just kind of the way i conduct myself speaks for itself i think there's something in my demeanor where people don't really go there with me but when i let my guard down and i'm joking ha 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 you know we're working 12 hours straight together you people get a little loose and then it's like you reel them in and they're like oh shit like i didn't i didn't know that i couldn't say bitch or nothing like yeah i know you don't know because you didn't grow up in the time where fucking people really were held accountable and punched in the mouth for the shit that they said. That's how now, people talk. Now, you say whatever you want. That's how people but, talk. But my thing is, is if you were ever on the motherfucking bus riding the Kegwin and shit, fucking, and somebody's like, bitch, and you didn't jump up immediately, then you deserve to be called a bitch because you are one. And that that's just the way that it was. You know what I mean? And then you got to think people in different standpoints. Yes, but not like when you're a grown-ass adult. But but there you go though. So you gotta think about the environment and the dudes that I was raised around. Everybody that I was raised around was in and out of jail and prison and shit. And it's like that was a fucking no go. And it's like that they instill those same principles in me to yo like if you you're here. If anyone makes you feel like you're even a little bit less than that, then you fucking are and you deserve to be there because fucking stand on your shit 100 percent or you you're gonna lose value. And that's like, how I care about at this point. At this point, for what? At this point in my life, yeah, correct for what? But I'm saying. It's still in there to where I I treat people a certain way, so I, I get it in return. If I was like out here talking, ah ha, faggot ass bitch, da da, something like that, da, like talking the shit, I would expect for people to feel comfortable to talk that way back to me. But because I don't talk like that, I don't run into those issues. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's like you could just tell by in a conversation with me, like like a face to face thing that, oh okay, the the shit I get away with, with my little young ass friends and stuff or my bitch ass friends. It's not gonna fly here because this dude he, he carries himself with more respect than that. So I can't go there. Okay, okay. You know what I mean? But think about it. When you go places, you I, you don't realize it, but you're older and shit now. Motherfuckers aren't talking to you the same way they did when you were 21. No, unless we're actually like boys and shit, and we could fuck around saying shit like that. Yeah. Right. And but not no me, random. <laughs> right. And I've narrowed it down to where like I had boys and friends. Like I talk shit regardless. You know that, and you even be getting tight, but. Yeah, yeah, we 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 crossed some lines and, and touched some fucking wires together here and there for sure. But it's like I don't know. I've even narrowed it down to where it's like I choose to not associate with so many people because the people who I associate with, excuse me, I'll I'll automatically there's certain people I will there's no limit to the things that I'll I will do for you. And then there's other people who are my friends or coworkers or whatever, and it's like yo, we're cool. Like oh, we play sports together. Yo, we're cool. Like we're friends. Like cool. But it's like. Call me to move a couch. Don't call me because, you know, you're getting your ass whooped or something. Like, I'm not the one. I'm sorry. You know what I mean? But back in the day, I'd be like, oh, this is my friend. I got to be there. It's my friend. Da, da, da. And I, I even had blind loyalty to people because we dressed alike. Like, that's all it was in the club to me. Only thing I had in common with a lot of dudes I was in the club with is we like to wear the same fucking vest. Oh, man. We all like green. Like, that. that's it. I had nothing in common with like motherfuckers, and I would have done anything for them. Like, sometimes. And in hindsight, they oh, wouldn't have done shit for me. No, you're good, bro. Sometimes when you look back on that shit, it's like I know that shit probably makes you sick when you 
when every when people get exposed for who they really are in the club and you were doing this, doing that from you would have did this, you would have did that, and it turns out like they're I'll, I'll I'll tell you my my whole opinion on that, and I'll, I'll keep it brief because it's like I could run off on the shit, but it, it's not worth it. So when it comes to the, the whole club shit, right? Um, a lot of that is based in in male vanity, right? So the big thing that made the the Nazis and shit in World War II seem so like fucking oh my god, like Germany, we need to get behind this party because look at these guys, they got this fucking these gangster ass fucking outfits on. And like really that it played like a psychologically huge part in it, right? So when you see a person wearing a vest, and that vest has this tag and it says fucking one man gang, stormtrooper, fucking villain, da 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 da, one percent or all this shit all across your vest, you automatically are like, oh shit, like this dude is wearing a resume and he's a badass. Like you'd think that, right? And it's set up to where that's supposed to be accurate, right? But I, I reposted a video um, a while back about this fight that happened in Texas and uh, amongst clubs. And I basically broke it down to where, yo, there was two dudes in that video out of like 25 dudes really getting after it, like putting in work and we're down to do whatever it took. Then there were dudes standing there. There were dudes not doing nothing. There were dudes running. There were dudes getting ragged. Then there were dudes who had their guns out also not doing nothing. And it's like, but the thing is, that's on Saturday. On Wednesday, when the meeting hits, everybody has a whole different tale of how that that fight went. And everyone's going to get those tags that say they did all this crazy cool shit. And they're going to wear that as a resume, even though they didn't do dick. So it's like, to me now, I, I did enough legitimately to where even out here, um, I have a conversation with certain people based off of certain tattoos and shit that I have, um, you know, some artwork and stuff. I'm doing a, mur- a mural for a club out here and stuff. And just in a 10 minute conversation, I got treated completely different because I wasn't the beat my chest. I did this, this, this rah-rah kind of dude just in the conversation, the fucking tattoos that I have, where I've been and how I can answer a couple questions that dudes would ask anyone that a lot of people want to understand I got treated completely differently. But my thing is, I know personally, because my boy from the shop is, is pressing me hard to get in this club, get in this club, get in this club. There's a dude from Connecticut out here that's in a, a national club, pressing me hard to get in this club, get this club, get this club. And it's like, the offer is always there for me to go and do something, put a vest back on, rah, rah, all this stuff. But I know for a fact that that life is dead. It's dead because you, you can't, get in return what what my caliber person is willing to put out and if i'm willing to do absolutely anything for you because we're quote-unquote brothers and you're not going to do that in return i i know me personally i need to have the self-control and not be involved in that life because you won't do for me what i'll do for you so you're going to tell on me you're going to let me get shot in the head like whatever it's going to be you're going to you're not going to be there like i'd be there for you so i can't do that so that's why i reserve those relationships for motherfuckers like you, Gimpy, Trey, you know what I mean? Like, it's very, very slim because I know that we'll do the same for each other. You know what I mean? If that makes any sense? Yeah, and like the dy- – it's funny. That's the dynamic you mentioned because, bro, that's similar – exactly similar to a football locker room, bro. Let's be honest. Like, mm-hmm. there was like a running joke when I was in college. Dudes would be like, it's a brotherhood, but we snitch on each other, you know? There'll be <laughs> right. them dudes where shit goes wrong on the weekend, some shit pops off. Them dudes are in the coach's office the next morning telling him right, everything right. that happened. Like little petty shit like that. Dudes posting that they're this, they're that, posting all this shit on social media. You mm. ain't fooling us. We, we know you're a fraud. We've been in the locker room with you. We've been at practice with you. We've seen who you really are. You could fool right. all these people, but the people who were there know you're a fraud. Bro, very yeah, similar right. shit. to That's just that dynamic when we put the label brotherhood on something and when it's a large fucking group because honestly the majority aren't going to be solid there's only going to be a few that are solid that you keep a right. relationship with that's the thing is, i remember when i gave ty's eulogy right i said ty was the 0.001 percent of a one percenter there's no nobody like that that dude that exists anymore and he was if i'm telling you i'll give everything to somebody that i consider to be a brother I'll go to, I'll get locked up for a hundred years. I'll fucking get shot today. Like it is what it is. I'm down for these people. Right. He was even further than that in like in embedded in that lifestyle. Right. Where you didn't even have to ask this motherfucker to be there for you. 
and he's there fucking guns a blazing fucking dare to move a couch change a flat tire fucking five states away like this dude would do anything and it's like when i look at shit like that it's like i know where i fall in that category and it's like if i was a regular dude and you know hey man guys my, my old lady's tripping bro i'm not gonna be able to go out on saturday you know if i was that dude then i would join the club but i'm not because i'm the type of dude where you're trip okay triple all you want I'm invested in this brotherhood. I'm out. But that's the thing. Can you trust a guy who can't go out on a Saturday to a meeting or an event? He can't go out because his, his girl's butt breaking his balls. Can you trust him to to not go to jail? Like to, to not tell on you and send your ass to jail? Can you trust him to make sure that you don't get killed? Can you Fuck no, you can't trust that motherfucker. So that's why I'll never join the club again. Period. And Unless the funny- motherfucking club consists of like me, Gimpy, fucking Trey, Randy, my father, fucking your ass. You know what I mean? Like, unless that's the the membership, I'm all set, bro. Like, I'm all set. I don't need that. And what do you think about these old bikers talking about, oh, times have changed. Has times really changed? Like, people have been people forever. There's always been bitch-ass club cocksuckers and shit forever. There's always been dudes, oh, my God, you're you're from this club? Glop, glop, glop. There's always been that. But then the thing is, is like, yo, dudes back then made time in their busy schedules to fucking be like, I'll go to jail for this motherfucker. Like, I know he's got me. I've got him. Yo, whoever gets caught holding the stick, hey, that motherfucker's going, but we're going to hold it down, right? We're, no matter what. Yo, you get locked up, got you, bro. Your, your family's never going to need shit, want shit, nothing. Like, I'm going to make sure you're good. You're, you hold it down. It makes no sense in all of us going down. Like, that's stupid. So you, you get this one, I'll get the fucking next one and everything in between. And it's like that, that was a, that's what it's supposed to be. But you got to think these young motherfuckers and shit, bro, I was in the club. Like I wasn't locked up. I wasn't nothing. I was just in a different state and dudes are trying to fuck a girl, fucking do all sorts of shit. Motherfuckers are stealing money, blaming it on other motherfuckers. Like, bro, like drugs became a fucking huge problem where like that was the priority. They turned into like, there was certain factions of the club that was like, it was like a drug faction. Like we don't care about nothing besides linking up, getting fucked up. Then there was other dudes that just wanted to go to party and look tough and wear their vest and pull bitches and, you know, fucking scream from the rooftops how gangster they are. Then you had the dudes that were in the cut that fucking were putting in all the work to, to keep the stock value high. And it's like, those are the dudes that were always busy, always on the road, North Carolina, Florida, Texas, back forth, back forth, back forth. And those are the dudes whose girls were getting fucked. Those are the dudes who fucking shit was getting stolen from. All like it's like, and then they can't defend themselves because they're on the road. You know, the motherfuckers who are sitting here doing nothing, they're around to defend themselves. Oh yeah, like, I was over here. I didn't I wasn't doing shit. And then you got three, four, five, seven bitch ass motherfuckers to back them up. It's like it, it's it died. That whole thing, how it was set up, motherfuckers coming back from World War II and shit, Vietnam and everything, like what it was intended for and what it became are two different things. But that's just like everything else. Like, you know what I mean? Now, there was a level of like secrecy you had to maintain in that life that I got to see the tail end of. And then eventually it turned into how much can you brag about what the fuck it is that you've done and you've got. It's like drill rap, but for biker, Joe. Yeah, it's, it, that's, that's for every every group every club it seems like nowadays and uh-huh. fucking what do you think fucks up that dynamic like by adding too many motherfuckers in you think you guys would have been more solid if you guys kept what 10 15 dudes who you knew were solid who were down to do time for you and anything like that does it fuck My up when you just like, start bringing in too many people that's part of it but it's like there there's red flags yo that me and my father talk about all the time that we ignored like there's dudes who would want to leave right they'd want to quit they couldn't handle this they couldn't handle that dudes are behind on dues or some shit like they just you know they'd want to quit we we talk to them prep talk like nah man listen fucking yo stick it out this will get better this is this that of that we'll get more dudes in dudes dudes will get lower because we'll have more guys fucking you know taking on and this and that like oh we'll take in this whole club we'll patch all these motherfuckers over like yo there's a dude now who came with us who ended up was supposed to do the patch over with us that ended up being part of the whole thing that um you know the whole um i mean it's closed now the whole murder investigation shit like that with one of the guys going to jail and shit he was a part of all that and it's like yo i knew before all that happened before i co-signed this dude to an international club i put my put it on my life that he was good to go i knew his name wasn't his real name i knew he had changed his name I knew he had had changed his social security number. I knew 
He had fucking attended the New Britain Police Department Police Academy. I knew all of this shit about him, but because he was, quote unquote, you know, a good dude, solid dude, we let it rock. And now that dude is a member of an international 1% motorcycle club on some big dog shit. And I guarantee you they don't know that that dude's name is not what his name is and what his real background is. No. And if that's one, <laughs> that's, that's, dude, a, that's, that's a wild that's, story. That's one. You got to think there's thousands of those. You know what I mean? If a club has 6,000 members, how many of them do you think fucking are really with it? You know what I mean? They're probably not many. I don't even know how the fuck we got we, onto this topic. Jesus. Either do I, but like, I don't know. Take it how you take it how you want. Like, I'm not meaning no disrespect, but I remember like mm-hmm. when I'll be around seeing Ruthless, like after a while, I'd be looking around at like I'd be at like the, some of the gatherings you guys had. I would look, I'd be like, how the fuck did this guy get in? Mm-hmm. Like, because I knew him from somewhere. I, I've known him from somewhere. I've seen him somewhere else. I'm like, yo, where the fuck did yes. this guy come from? How did he get in here? But like, and that was around the yes. time where shit started falling apart. Like you were saying. And that that's the thing, bro. It's like, I, so I didn't have a choice, right? Yeah. My dad started the club when I was like 10 years old. So I was, it, following the rules and shit and living that style of life was never difficult for me because that's how I was raised. You know what I mean? Like I didn't know anything different. I didn't know that like it was so hard for dudes to do X, Y, and Z. Like shit, I you were 13 with a vest. Yeah. I, I just <laughs> thought that that's the way that things went. You know, you, you're, you're right, bro. I had a fucking rockets patch and shit when I was fucking, dude, literally I was, yeah, I was 13. Yep. So it's like, you, you got to think like, I didn't know any other way to be than, than that was the fucking way to be. That's it. Right. And it's like, I never could understand why things are so difficult for people. And then I started to get older and I started to see people who I knew from around town or from other places. And when they joined, that put that vest on and it put a fucking battery in their back, yo, that was like the energizer gangster bunny. And it's like, I didn't get that. You know what I mean? But I took it because it's like, all right, cool. Hey, there's strength in numbers. As long as we all follow these rules, we're all good. But the thing is, is these motherfuckers are not going to follow these rules. That That's the whole long and short of it. Like it's set up for success, brotherhood, all these things. Like you should never have a concern in the world if you're in a club. But nobody actually follows the fucking rules you know what i mean like it's just i'm a fucking sucker yo i i went how many years and i never broke a single fucking bylaw i stood stood on it i fucking cut off family members i fought friends i cut off my best friend who was in the club with me fucking he had to go all this shit like because i couldn't i needed to follow that book that that's all that fucking mattered to me whatever the fuck came out of that book was fucking law period and it's like i had no room for interpretation but that's the thing is like these motherfuckers could because that wasn't their primary focus. And that's exactly why we can talk. We call up Ike right now and he'll tell you why I never fucking continued pursuing, um, you know, boxing in the correct direction. Why, you know, it was easy to be a sparring partner or a training mate or whatever, whatever stable mate, depending on where you're at, what they call it, because I didn't need to give a full time commitment to be a fucking uh, human punching bag. You know what I mean? I didn't. You know what I mean? So, but if I wanted to be committed to be a, a contender at, on some level, yeah, that that's going to require every bit of my being. Same as a relationship. I couldn't give everything to a relationship. And then what comes with that life as a as a byproduct is stupid ass women thinking that that shit is something cool, and they're just going to get on the back of the bike and do whatever the fuck is whatever, and it it just opens up these easy paths. You know, prime example. My father would tell you this shit. It's like, yo, shit got so easy for him that he started dabbling with drugs and shit dude never even drank my whole life as far back as i can remember and now he's fucking completely has to be sober because he was all in on that life and when you run out of fucking the rah-rah shit to do and you're not fucking running across state lines and kicking in doors and taking motherfuckers patches and doing all the silly shit he got to lay back in the cut dude got bored it's the same thing as a person who comes back from war they're excitement 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 now there's nothing now they're into drugs now they're doing all the silly shit now fucking their life spirals out of control and it's like, it's crazy, bro. But it's just the reality of it. There's and no it's just, good outcome. Just like that, like you were saying, like this is one of your favorite NFL players too, Thomas Jones. I was listening mm-hmm. to an interview with him. He said once he retired from the NFL, bro, every morning up at 6 a.m. drinking Coronas from the moment mm-hmm. he woke up till he fell asleep. Just like, just didn't know what to do, was lost. Like, right. It's crazy. That's why, like, I don't, I don't blame my father at all for any, like, the addiction issues shit. None of that. Because it's like, you, maybe I'm only speaking from my point of view, but 
I saw it with my own eyes. When my father would walk into a room, and he's the president of a not-so-large club, when he would walk into a room, dudes who were members and presidents of large, massive fucking organizations, dude, would be uncomfortable. They're like, fuck, because this dude was the first of the new school. He didn't give a flying fuck about these old traditional 1960s rules. He didn't give a flying fuck about it. And it's like, it made people uncomfortable. So he was able to just, to lack of a better term, stormtroop around the fucking country doing whatever the fuck he wanted to do. And none of the rules applied to him because he, he knew him, but he knew that no, like Charleston White, he knew you were not going to do a motherfucking thing. And then it's like, now he got older, right? He, he became the dude in the back of the room, voice of reason for a while. Then he became the dude, you know, and I'm partially to blame because when I started taking over, I would beef with him, argue with him and basically shut him down and then take all these young, hard charging fucking young dudes and go do whatever the fuck we wanted. So now he, what was he going to do? Yo, he, he's, he's like, all right, well, fuck. All right. I guess I'll just chill here. Well, what do you get when you're just chilling? The dudes who just chill, they're, they're blowing lines. They're fucking doing dumb shit. They're, you know, whatever. And it's like, it's, you don't have that excitement anymore. You're not like, like Thomas Jones, you're not fucking hitting the fucking two hole with your whole body weight, trying to do whatever you can to get an extra yard. Now, what do you do? You fucking drink Corona's at five in the morning. You're drinking, you're fucking doing drugs, whatever. Like that you, there's no outlet. So it's like, I'm, I'm grateful to have gotten out of that in a, at a time where I, I had other things that required my attention, like being a dad you know, trying to salvage a marriage, fucking, you know, now working on a relationship that I didn't have with my brothers. Because think about it, how much did we not speak because I was out doing dumb shit? Right, a lot, like... Years. Uh, a good majority, you know? Right, you know what I mean? Even our mom, man, she hit me up a couple weeks ago asking, like, how come we're not tight? I, 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 we're not tight because I, I was... I I had my mind set on what I was going to be. If that If that life didn't fall down around me, that's what the fuck I was going to be. I was going to be the fucking guy. So you was in a yeah, box or you was I'd in be jail? A, yeah, I'd be a fucking tattoo, bro. Like, honestly, yeah. you know what I mean? It's Now, bro, it's like next relationship you get in or anything like that, bro, it should be like one of those where she doesn't know about, doesn't know you as Nick the biker, Nick this, Nick that, right? It's just who the fuck you are right now. That's how it's got to be. I feel no, right. And it's like there's, there's in the whole time of me going through like separations and shit like that in the past 10 years, there's only one person that I had, um, like that I had a relationship with that I actually took seriously, but I still dipped out multiple times to make things work in my marriage, right? Uh-huh. Which was fucked up to her, but. I mean, I guess understandable. No, right. And we have understanding. Like, we're cool. Like, we, we both understand where we're coming, where we were coming from at that time. But during that time, she she knew who I was, and she knew that I was still pursuing the biker shit on the highest level. And it, it does, certain people can't decipher the two, you, you know what I mean, and, and treat you as two separate people because it's like, Yo, you don't always want to be that dude. Like, there's times you want to come home and be like, man, like, I want to crack gay jokes and, and pretend to be gay on my podcast with my brother and shit. And you just can't do that because it falls out of the guidelines of, of what you're supposed to live. And so who, you like, are, who you're supposed to be. Yes, that yeah, persona and, that you create. I mean, and, and the thing is, is like, I don't cover up any of the tattoos, none of this shit. Like, I got the giant ass diamond on my back, right? And when I fucking went to Vegas, I'm at the rooftop pool party shit. And people were approaching me. And like, and I'm like, man, what the fuck are these motherfuckers? I'm just trying to chill. Like, what the fuck? And I'm like, oh my god, I'm a fucking giant walking billboard for gangland. Like, oh fuck. Like, I didn't even think about it because it doesn't. I don't, you know, it doesn't register, bro. I've had these tattoos for so goddamn long. Like, so it's like, yo, know, there's just things. I'm never gonna hide who I am, where I came from, what I did. There's things that I'm obviously not proud of, but it's like, yo, I caught it at a time where yo, my kids love me. That's really all I give a fuck about. I have a relationship with the people who matter to me and I'm, I'm just in a different spot. Like, I don't, I don't feel the need to have a chip on my shoulder, walk around places. Like I'm fucking Billy badass. Like I know what I can do. And I also know that, yo, like, I think that, I think I told a story in the podcast. I got my ass whooped in the strip club like three years ago. Shit happens. Like whatever. You know what I mean? Just like, no, you didn't tell that story. You got oh, your ass yeah. whooped in the strip club. Yeah, yeah. I mean, shit. Fucking that. For next episode, I will tell the story of how I got my ass whipped in a strip club. And one of the Billy Badass one percenter bikers didn't help me not a motherfucking lick. So, it was probably yeah. out the back door. Uh, side door, actually. But yeah, yeah. Anyways. Hey, I've been there before. Trust me. <laughs> Bruh. 
But you know, not I mean? getting like, my ass kicked, but people you thought was about to tap in just didn't tap in. Oh, dude. Oh, that's dozens of times, motherfuckers. I thought had something. You know, they talked that. Oh, yeah, shit that's happened to me didn't, many bro. times. College parties, shit yeah. like that, bars, clubs, and dudes who you thought were gonna, you know, be mm-hmm. there to throw down with you weren't. Nah, and that that's the thing. And you know what I mean? Then you got people who, you know, someone steals your little brother's bike when you're in second grade and you try to get it back and they beat your ass in front of your brother, right in the middle of the circle. That happens too. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> but yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know, dude. It's just I, I can't call it, bro. You, I mean, I'm in a good spot. I don't know how you caught it now. Why you can't yeah. now? It's just like now you just got to keep elevating and you know, use all that shit that happened in the past, all the crazy shit, and just use that now to learn from. And that's life experiences, bro. Like, mm-hmm. uh, motherfuckers don't get shit like that. Like, it's insane. And like, you have the opportunity now. You're only what? You're thirty. Mm-hmm. You're only thirty, so it's like, yo, you got a lot. You got a lot of time left. Like. No, for sure. And it's like and a lot of that shit that came with all that, bro, that's all ego. And that's the number one enemy for anybody, bro. It's just ego, that pride, all that shit. <laughs> and I would I'm curious to know too from like the listeners and from you, is like now, is it still ego that I don't realistically see myself ever taking another relationship seriously, with the exception of like one in a million chance? Here's the thing. We both sit up here and we talk shit, but there's mm-hmm. gonna be this. There's gonna be this one time when we le- we least expect it. Mm-hmm. We're gonna be just out, just out doing something. I don't know, going to Target or something. Because I think that's a good spot to pick up chicks. For me personally, <laughs> when I go to Target, it feels like the nightclub. Now that I'm like older and shit, I'm like, all right, mm-hmm. you know. But anyways, but it's gonna happen when we you least expect it. Because again, you're only thirty, bro. So when you least right. expect it, someone's gonna come along and yeah. My, my, see, that's it that's all i'm not yeah and i'm not i'm not trying to be no bitch but i had salmonella this week right and you know, i'm laying in bed i'm fucking dying it would have been nice to have somebody take care of me but nah i'm sitting here with this damn dog and we're just fucking sucking all the dicks bro struggling in this bitch so it's like it would be nice but then it's like i think about it like all right fuck it maybe i just get three main things and then they all take care of me on separate days or some shit like fuck it like i i honestly can't call it bro i just don't know if like i have the ability to invest in a um like a genuine relationship anymore to be honest no yeah i agree with you but trust me eventually it's gonna come along and you're in colorado i mean you get out of the military april 2nd you can move to nevada they got a whole community out there where you got multiple wives that you live with your neighbors (laughs) also have the same thing so that's something you should look into Yo, are you coming? <laughs> I'm, I wouldn't be opposed. Like, if I could find three women who'd be down, like, I would definitely do that. That's a fucking balancing act. That's bro. a lot to balance. I mean, you I'm ever seen the Sister Wives guy? Uh, one of them, the original one. Yeah. So I met somebody when I was in Idaho. I met this girl who worked at the gym, and she lived right by that guy, and they basically made him move to Nevada. That's how I found about, out about that community out there. Bro. So you should look into it, man. I, I mean, I'm all for it. That's what you're into. Yo, me and Trey, we'll fucking move out there, get all the tax breaks of being homosexuals, and we'll just have a bunch of wives. Yeah. I don't think his wife's going to fuck with that, but I mean, we could try. <laughs> would they all live in the same house? Or were they, like, the bro, sister Bro, they could all live in the same like... house. I might need a separate place to live from time to time, because, bro. I would I think know. about having my own bed, too, and everyone just has their individual rooms. And they're all themed differently. Like one's like a jungle theme, one's velvet, one's yeah. It depends what I'm in the mood for. Lights. Yikes, that's wild. One's got a swing and whips and chains. You. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like when you get older, you just run out of things, like run out of sex moves. So you just like, all right, fuck, you gotta start adding some shit in here. Like, yo, see me. I think I've gone through all of it. I'm I'm coming back around. I'm just missionary back. I'm back to that now. Hey, that ain't I bad. Make, like, I make icon very back. underrated. Very yeah, underrated. eye contact. I want to fucking, I want to just have on like '90s R&B in the background. Y'all, I'm starting from scratch. Because we're safe, yo, sexual. So that's what you we do. know. This man, shit. Like, I'm not. I'm just looking you in your eyes. Like, I'm, I'm seeing through your soul. Yeah, but like, tell me a story. <laughs> <laughs> this remind no, but this reminds me. Tomorrow, since that listener wants to call us, I'm taking my trip to New York. Yes, sir. So I'm leaving at like 10 a.m. tomorrow, and. Yeah, I guess I'm going to just be out there. 
Yes, I got, sir. I, I got some things planned, but I'm gonna definitely I'm gonna take pics and shit and post them up yeah, on the uh, social club. Shit. Definitely. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna take shit. like videos, photos to post up on the page for sure. Cause yeah, yeah. And then I think the following weekend I should be clear to do mine. All right, bet here we go. Yo, We're taking yes, all challenges, sir. Well, not yeah, all. Eat a, eat a but shoot us, challenger. No, it's cool. I got Work. I got some shit planned out, so we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Yes, sir. I like it. Gimpy said it was the world's dumbest idea, but I'm all on board for it. All right, tell Gimpy to do it too. I feel like he he does shit like that though. No, he genuinely does that though. Like like he'll he just does it. Like he don't. That's what I'm saying. So that's not abnormal for him. Nah, yo, he'll just go to a restaurant by himself. He's like, fuck it, like whatever. I went to Chipotle <laughs> by myself today. That's kind of homeless. That was during my lunch break though, so I was like, that's respectable. Oh, Did you have on slacks? Yeah. Okay, yeah, completely understandable. People know like a polo shirt, and then I just had my phone on the table. Like, I feel Yo, like that's what guys do. I People challenge do you on lunch breaks to get a fanny pack, though. Start wearing the fanny pack with the slacks. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of fanny pack, I, I did go out with this girl, like, a couple weeks ago, and she had a fanny pack. But it was, like, a crossbody. Is that acceptable? Did you have intercourse with her? Depending what we define as intercourse. <laughs> <laughs> is she someone that you could see yourself potentially having a child with yeah you want to land this bitch yeah this was a this was a crazy episode i didn't think this is where we're gonna go we were getting into a yo, hot we, debate yo, about we always have who knows topics and it never fucking works out about contraceptives we're getting in a hot debate about and then we just went into brotherhood so yeah i know i like yo. it i think yeah, it was a good too. episode the fucking most brain injury fucking tpi fucking oh man anyways yeah that was that was bad but hey yo i had a good time though no hey always a pleasure yes sir and hey if anyone's mad it's hunter's fucking fault that the episode didn't come out on time was not me this time yeah honestly this was me because like during the week i'd be tired as fuck to be honest and if it by nine o'clock i'm going to bed so yeah, I'm an old head. I'm an old head. So, you know, ladies out there listening, you know, man in bed by nine, up by five, you know. <laughs> the uh, What's it? The atomic fucking values he has. No, That's nuclear. It. The nuclear values. That's it. Yes, sir. Well, yeah, man, fucking uh, fight the power and all that good shit. Let's get another one in uh, this weekend so we can start pushing P, man. Oh, yeah. After I get back, we'll tap in. Yes. Perfect idea. All right, bro. All right, bro. Peace. Stay black. You. Yep.